podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. The grand finale. <laughs> the finale before the fi- actual finale. Yeah. So How we're doing, doing this one, which is probably going to be two plus hours, big postmortem we do every year. I don't then, know about two plus. That's that's hey, the norm. Man. That's is the it? norm. But we'll see what we actually do. And oh, then dear. what dear we're going to do is on Monday, do one final, 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 final post postmortem behind the Patreon paywall so we can kind of like let tonight digest, respond to stuff, get more questions, get more topics, whatever. Um, and that is where we're at, dude. Yeah. And another, put another season in the books. Yeah, it's man. crazy. We've been around just, for a long time. Yeah, we're just fucking in rhythm right now. I know. Ready I think to, this is season eight. Season eight. More I seasons think. in succession. Yeah. Not more than some other shows, but we're we're approaching. Um you know, thank you to everyone who listening who listens. Thank you to all the Patreon subscribers who keep the show running. Let's just fucking move on, right? Yeah, let's Anything pod. else? Let's That's pod. a pod. Let's do a pod. That's it. <laughs> <gasps> Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um all right let's start with a brief game week 38 here like we normally do on a normal pod um i finished on 65 points i finished at 20k overall pretty happy with that i brought in kane for holland captain him that was everything i went up like 13k or something like that to finish my second ever best season so what a nice but round number, 20K. Round clean number, 20K. Great fucking job by you, buddy. Thank you. Thank 20K. You. That's a yeah, great it's good. season. In this, I know. It's fucking in this economy? Good. In this economy, I did better than amazing. a lot of people. Most There's people, 11 million people you know. playing this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a, no, it's a fucking great season. 20K is fucking awesome. A great, yeah. great, great season. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, I it mean, feels cap, better capping than... Capping Kane, yeah, like, yeah. spiking up to basically as high as you could possibly imagine, yeah. like, finale. Yeah. yeah. Finishing off on that note is so yeah. satisfying. It's so good. It's so good. So, yeah, I'm pumped. Good job by me. Good job by you helping me get there. Jump over to Walsh team. Great finish. Finish on a minus eight, bring in triple palace. <laughs> <Got you. laughs> I mean, and you still got a 40k green arrow somehow. Check like, us. Ah. Things are just different in the millions. It's like, <laughs> so it's like going to the deep south. It's just like the, there's different rules and different yeah. norms, and I don't know what works and doesn't work. But yeah, you walk hey, in Ollie, the Ollie Cap was good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look around, you're like, where am I? <laughs> where am I again? Red Lobster, nicest restaurant in town. Okay. Um, <laughs> Best Italian food, Olive Garden, baby. Olive Garden, and for some reason, it's like thirty dollar entree still. Like as if it's actually good. I don't know what's going on. But Captain Boy. Ollie did did the thing for you. Trips, 
really just hammering home how bad he's been this second half of the season Dude, with the zero. last on the bench. I couldn't get away from him. <laughs> Literal. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Because I just see this final image. Yeah, last on my bench. I cannot get away from him. It's not That's possible. so good. Fucking comes in no matter That's what. so good. It's and it's just, it comes in with a zero. <laughs> like, it required three zeros to get him in, and he gives you a zero right back. Stone, That's beautiful. I mean, Stones was... What a transfer. <laughs> <laughs> zero, two, one, zero, zero, six. I don't no, even know I got what you him got him. At the first zero. At the first zero. So zero, zero, <laughs> combine three points in the double game week, zero. It's amazing. I still and, love him and, so much. Yeah, and he's so good and so integral to their success. It's, yeah. it's so funny how in the game there are players like that that could do yes. something like this to me, personally attack me in this way, and I just don't care, and I love them, and yes. I'll go back. I know it. Yeah. And then there are others when this happens, and it's just never again. Never again. <laughs> I don't want to see you ever again. You will never be on my team again. Die, I mean, die, it's the die, it's die. the classic uh, Gordon Ramsay meme. Yeah, it's like yeah, oh dear, bread. oh dear, yeah, gorgeous is you with stones, yeah. and then the next frame is just you fucking donkey. <laughs> just someone else, and it's literally perfect. Yeah. Like if I brought like Ben Me in and he did that. Oh my god! You might as well just like wipe him away from the universe and yeah, just consume. get him out of the game immediately. So there we are, there we have it. League updates, last league update to the year. Cup winner Richard Malore. Good job by you. Has not chosen a custom kit yet. He'll get. He'll let us know. But what a fucking run! Cannot imagine winning the cup. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, shout out to the May Did you hit him winners. Up? Yeah, hit him up. He hasn't chosen right. his kit yet, but he's fucking off the wall he's excited awesome. he thought the finals were just game week 37 he dm'd me after 37 and was like what a fucking idiot. am i Should seeing this right is it 37 38 or what and he's like oh god i need to like take heart pills isn't it like, <laughs> isn't it literally on the rule page? yeah everyone reads the rule page meticulously as we've learned over the last it's, five years yeah it's actually that's a sociological experiment. Like when you have a question like this, like what do you do? And then to we could pull, put like, the rule page what player, what different humans would do. It's like immediately contact the human yeah, being. Yeah. Like yeah. double check something. Like ask a friend. Like yeah. read a fucking. Th- it's so it is funny. interesting, actually. Yeah, right? it's interesting. It's like your internet goes out. Like, do you unplug your router or do you just wait on hold with Verizon for thirty minutes? Because yeah. like, light like, a candle. Yeah, yeah light a candle. Or just go know. to sleep. Read a book. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the three mug winners for May: Daniel Elias and AK content or content don't know pat riley aka nasty boys and a tie for third between jack brinkworth aka molly's mob and dean swallow aka sydney's super subs good job by you i dm'd everyone already respond with all your shit so i can send you a mug and then shout out to the winner of the fml field public league tom appadale appadale aka a pause fc 162nd overall number one in australia not bad not bad, yeah. Tom. Good job, Tom. And all of you other folks. Let's kind of debrief what we have. We have your notes, my notes, questions, basically. Yeah, and the questions, I tried to break them down into like sort of macro 
stuff. Then there's questions about like our seasons past. And then there's questions about next season. And finally, lifestyle questions. I think like this season. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. So what do you want to, where do you want to, what do you want to I'm happy to go anywhere. I'm happy to go with your list. They're literally Most all of them. next year. Most of them. Most, yeah, of them. most of them. Yeah. Or they're like, how can we take something from this year and apply it to next year? Right, right, right. So let's yeah. just start with, I don't know, macro maybe? Sure. And just, that'll just get us going a little bit. Um, so friend of the pod, Svenny, said, this is a question for the postmortem with more players each year. <laughs> Great. Yeah, got it. Got to <laughs> set your terms. With more players each year, do we have to def- <laughs> redefine success? I'm going to, without a doubt, score them more points this season than any other season I've ever played in. Yet this is going to be my worst finish by a considerable margin. Seems like a similar thing happened to Walsh, who's going to score in the range of what he always scores. And more than the season, he finished in the top 15K. Is the influx of people and also likely bots making the game more about your mini leagues and cups than the overall rank? I mean, I've never even noticed what actual overall points I get. Yeah, I it's know. so. I mean, there's also there's also chips. I mean, that wasn't mentioned in the question. Right, that also, just right. adds like six. I mean, I don't. It's worth. That's worthless. That metric is completely useless. But yeah, I think defining success. We sort of talked. We touched on that a little bit last pod. That yeah, you know, you have to. I think be aware and conscious of, you know, why are you playing this game and what are you doing? You know, if you're playing this game to win, you know, hope to win 1400 bucks in your mini league, then you're going to be operating in a different rule within a different confine, different rule set than, you know, getting minus eight triple palace on gaming 38. (laughs) Like, you know, it's what success. I mean, it's a fucking fantasy games no yeah. fucking gives a shit you know yeah, it's basically whatever right i mean, I mean yeah. you want, it's fun to do well it's it's a puzzle game it's a, you know whatever right so but yeah i mean the top 10k thing is i think just very ancient at this point it's very dated right yeah. i mean what percent even is that it's like it's yeah now a it's probably fraction more... of a percent yeah, now it would probably like if you think of the top 10k back, you know, 6 5 6 years ago when it was more relative and, and attainable, I think it would probably now look more like top 90k or something, yeah. like something yeah, just in that by the region. Scale. Yeah, yeah, if you try to rough estimate scale it up. Um but you know, yeah, you you still want to do the points, right? Yeah, I think it's just yeah, I agree with you, first of all, that the total points just don't matter at all. Every season's different. Like, this is the Holland season. Everyone scored 500 points with Holland because we all captained him for 20-ish game weeks. You know, it's just different. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just define your own success. I mean, you should not rely on whatever insert content creator says is a good or isn't a good season. That's just a recipe yeah. for downfall and frustration. And self-loathing. I'm sure a lot of people still consider top 10K the benchmark. And I'm fucking stoked I got 20K. I don't give a shit what they think. It's like, for me, it's a great year. So, you know, whatever. Um, Captain Mario said, why the fuck don't they just move the deadline to after the first game's lineups come out? And then Jeff replied and said... A leaker on Twitter mentioned a deadline at kickoff of the first match would potentially make leaks even more powerful. First kickoff is usually a standalone match, so currently we only get leaks in one match. If the deadline was off 
the kickoff of the first match, we might get leaks about all the matches in the next slate. The obvious answer is I to make the game more like fantasy champions. I, I, I can't I do know. this one. I know. I'm, I know. I, I'm so. This is like the bonus points. It's just like, yeah. It's just we. Everyone knows it's bad. Everyone yeah. knows their whatever decision they make is going to be stupid because they've already shown that to be the case, and it uh, doesn't work and doesn't prevent yeah. leaks at all. And so the, le- the the actual actors that are leaking are the the whether it's a human being they're or the baddies. an AI bot. They are despicable human beings. <laughs> Yeah, they're the worst. They literally sit in their basement obtaining this information and spew it out on their stupid fucking internet website profile (laughs) so that they get clicks and followers. And they probably pay for the information too. And yeah, so what they have these followers, so then they can run a, you know, an ad, you know, every other day on their fucking stupid ass shit for fucking factor foods or something or something or roman dick pills like get (laughs) fucking fucked and die like just stop doing it do you remember when twitter exists and there were no leaks that was fine like where's that yeah i I mean these are like a a dozen people that do this or something it's like just stop doing it stop fucking doing it it's insane they're just addicted to like the power yeah i think of just like yeah, we need a pet to kill them. There was there was a time when Liverpool teams were getting leaked. I remember that. And then yeah, there was three years ago or something like that. And then like some, and then one day all the leaks were just wrong. Yeah. And that was intentional by like yeah. the coaching staff or whatever. And then, like, Danny Ward got immediately bound out of the team because people were thinking that he might have been the leaker or someone. Yeah. And it just stopped happening. Yeah. Danny Ward just didn't got happen transferred anymore. to Leicester City. And, then <laughs> and relegated. The was, yeah. <laughs> I don't ben know. Foster it's so bad. Sent I to can't. the AFL. Yeah. And, you know, it's just I, so did, bad. I, I participated because, in the end, I didn't know where I was going to be over the weekend. I ended up being at my parents' house on, for Game Week 38 on that Sunday. So I was like, well, I'm not going to not look. Use the I'm not going to like intentionally put my phone on airplane mode and close my laptop no, while I'm just I mean, sitting no, there waiting yeah, for the just, games to start. No, I mean, and then Holland's on starting. Yeah. I switched to Kane and Capham, you know, and like, yeah. it's just no quiet protest sucks. is not going to get you anywhere. I mean, it does it's, still, it's, it's a game within the game now, honestly. Yeah. It's, it's just something yeah. else you have to track and set that an alarm sucks. to and be aware of when, you know, and we're sitting here trying to point fingers like, how can the game overcome this? Like, how about these like nine human beings on the planet stop yeah. doing this? You yeah. know, I mean, that's That'd a, be great. Easy, that's an easy answer yeah. because we yeah. played this game for literal, actual, factual, so many years, and this so was many never years with no leaks. Yeah, it's just fucking sucks. Meanwhile, like if you wanted to participate in the leaks or anyone on the West Coast, I mean, you have to set your alarm no, at two thirty yeah. in the morning. Forget, I mean, forget it. it's fucking fuck. <laughs> forget it. I don't. I, you know, I don't. I just don't care. You know, it's it's not even. It's I know. Not, I'm just it's, saying. It's like it's not even yeah. fair. Like ah, it's just so bad. Yeah, it's bad. Um, Johnny D, did we learn anything new about goalkeeper transfers this year? Is it still good to pick a four or five and stick with it? Well, that, Why don't you take this bullet, on? That's a bullet point for me. <laughs> yeah, what was your bullet? I can delete that. 
Uh, Johnstone 4.5 auto question mark question mark GK 4.5 auto question mark <laughs> you mean you don't want to keep using all your transfers on keepers as many transfers as I did use on keepers this year I will do it the same next year but in seriousness yeah I still really do feel like spending as little as possible on goalkeeper is the correct way to approach the, the game from a strategic standpoint um you know, I mean, we see what happens with Ederson, which is maybe a little bit of a, a silliness, but, you know, by and large, right, you have these four or five goalkeepers who all finish within around, you know, 10 to 20 points of one another from best to worst, you know, within relative reason. Yeah. And, you know, that's just fine. You know, you're not gaining points on the field if you're switching back and forth and back and forth based on fixture runs with keepers. It's just, you're just not doing it. So I do really think that, you know, you need to be, you know, pretty considered when, you know, it's game week one, when it's wild card one, when it's wild card two, that, you know, you're going to have at most three keepers in the course of the season if you're trying to get, do the best OR, right? Yeah. That that's yeah. just how you should approach the game. Yeah. Um and I think watching this year of, you know, just such, I mean, like Leno, right? Fulham were a diabolical mess. Worst events in the league for at least yeah. two thirds of the, of the season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they fell into eight clean sheets. I don't know how. You know, he made some saves here and there, and he finished yeah. on 142, which is. 20 points lower than the best keeper in the in the yeah. in the game yeah. which is really not a lot over the course of the 38 game weeks it's you know i mean nothing. he's it's really nothing so if you pick i mean i think leno would probably be you know i mean whether it's leno or like neto and travers or something i mean yeah. among the worst pick and they still get all these points i mean that just says what the goalkeeping position is it's just yeah, a it fucking does. nonsense yeah so basically you know, yeah you, I think you just want to look at, you know, who are the four or fives and just shoot your shot and you stick with it until you wildcard, you know, and then yeah, you and the, reassess and you kind of rinse repeat there. I mean, I pulled up some, I always like to do this for the postmortem just to have like a reference. So I pulled my team, your team. I did the hive mind team, which finished 180K. So sort of like in the middle. And then I pulled Cam from Discord who finished a thousand OR. So like he's the good one, obviously. Um and yeah, the the keeper points, I mean, it's just it's just a joke. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's it's not the difference between finishing, you know, twenty K and a thousand. It's not the no. difference between finishing one eighty K and twenty K. I finished hundred sixty places hundred sixty K places higher than Hive Mind. And they had point zero two more keeper points per game week than I did. Like it yeah, just doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. They made one the better pick, basically, is what that means over the course of the season. And everything right. else was just like a wash. Right. It just doesn't matter. It yeah. just does not matter. Um, yeah. I mean, I did on the goalkeeper, because I don't want to... I mean, I want to spend a lot of time talking about goalkeeper, but I want to <laughs> do it in a condensed way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to revisit the Ward versus situation, because... Yeah, let, let's just go there. I mean, let's just... I think the a good way to do this pod is like we do a question and if it takes us elsewhere, like let's just go. Yeah. And then we could always go back to the next question or wherever, wherever we want to end up, you know? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, you know, this is one where, right. We take ourselves back in time. Game yeah. week one happens and it was somewhat, I believe late in the tinker season. It close was late. To the, 
Yeah, it was late where it was like, okay, this is what's happening. They have these two guys. And I'm pretty sure it was actually like week the of before. the season. Because yeah. I remember like we did, I'm pretty sure our second to last preseason pod, it was not yet the case. Because I remember the preseason pod before the season started. And you asking me about Wardverson and me being like, I haven't even like tinkered with it yet. Because it was just like brand new news. Um, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no. So, I mean, it's something that we got late on, but, you know, entering the season, we had never had an 8 million same team pair goalkeeper. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I just mentioned Leno, where it's, you know, their defense. I mean, Leicester <laughs> this season defensively were a Premier League historically bad defense. And the two of them combined got 110 points or something. I mean, 120. I mean, that what that's a marked difference. If you get 120 points at keeper, I mean, 40 points is a lot. You know, if you go, I mean, it's it's not catastrophic. But yeah, it's, it's a really, lot, but it's not. It's really bad. A point per game week. It's, it's, it's really, really bad. You know, I yeah, mean, it's you're, bad. It's bad, but. Because I think the thing about it that was so difficult was, I mean, they had all of these, like, like they had the beginning run where I remember, you know, I had him, he got one, 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 one. It's like, I'm sitting yeah. here. This team finished, you know, upper mid table last year, mostly the same personnel ish. I mean, they didn't yeah. add, but like, and, you know, to, for them to go from what they were doing last year to whatever it was that they did this year and now they're in the flamp. I was just trying to look back and think, you know, I mean, did we miss something? Yeah. Was there a turning point where it was like, you know, I mean, no one had them at the end of the season except for probably Kev, who's an actual fucking sadist. <laughs> like, he was the only person asking about that <laughs> towards the end of the season. But, I mean, they had that run where all of a sudden he rattled off from game week nine after everyone got rid. Eight, one, six, nine, eight, three, six, eleven. And he then Jesus at that Christ. point in game week 16, after the 11 pointer, he was like, top five in goalkeeping yeah. points yeah. where it was like, holy shit, we all fucked up. We just didn't wait long enough. Yeah. This is the cheat code that we thought it would be. And this yeah. was the obvious thing that we thought it was. And, you know, we just didn't have the patience. And then from that point on, ridiculous mess. I mean, a complete mess. Ward sucks they, ass. He gets dropped. One, I think they had one, one clean, clean. since the World Cup. Since World Cup, and it was a yeah. draw at Newcastle. Where, by the way, they got Game fucking shelled. Yeah. And they just luckily kept it yeah. clean in that game. Yeah. So, I mean, going through all the, this sort of history of the two players, I mean, yeah. is there something to learn from this? Because I still feel like if I had the information again, I would have started with them again. Like next year, let's say next year, for example, yeah. who yeah. could, who would be like a Leicester similar team going into next year? I mean, maybe it's like Fulham. Let's just say it's Fulham. Sure. If Leno and the backup are both 4 million, that's not even a close to being close. That's who I start with. It's in my team. Yeah. I think that, I think two things. I think both of you and I were way higher on Leicester than everyone else. I mean, I don't really remember where everyone else is because I just mainly only talk to you. But we were both like, they're just a they're just a mid table team, right? Like they're they had one weird fucked up year, but like they should be back to normal. I think they have like single like five cleans or something insanely bad in twenty one, twenty two, and we we're like, 
they'll be fine. They had all these injuries, like in DD's back, like whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's seven cleans in 21 22. So that maybe should have been a red flag. Is that like our evaluation is significantly higher than everyone else's for some reason that we can't pinpoint? But I think the other thing that went against Wardverson was that we knew we had a free wild card for the World Cup. And therefore, we knew that the first part of the season was cut in half or even, you know, some people wild carded. I wild carded like game four, I think. And so right away off the bat, we know that like, okay, this might be the cheat code value thing, whatever. But even if it is, like, I'm still wildcarding in, like, game week five, and it, it won't yeah, really affect my the team difference that to much. that, though, is, but you're, I mean, the point, every point five matters when you're game week one tankering. So that is a thing. Yeah. No, it, it is. But, like, yeah. what I'm saying is, it was a different season in the sense that, and I don't think I was alone, where, like, I started with Ederson. But in no normal season in my life have I ever started yeah. with a 5 5 keeper. Right, and, right, right, right. Or even considered it, really. It's just like a joke. 4 5 and a 4 0 every season, and except this one where I was just like, well, I just want the, the quote unquote guaranteed points, which, you know, jokes on me, Ederson, fucking worst player in the entire league. But the point <laughs> is, it wasn't really a great year. And, you know, he still got three cleans in the first five game weeks. So, like, it worked. But, I just think that like this year it really worked against people. And the the case in point in a weird way is that eventually it did come good and absolutely no one got those points. Yeah. Right? Because everyone yeah. had wildcarded yeah. already for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean to answer your question, Leno gets hurt and it's four oh four oh Fulham next year. I mean, straight in. They're yeah. just that's my keepers. Like I, I'm not even really thinking about it i don't think yeah and i i mean i was i was looking at john stone a little bit i mean it, it maybe he's just a poor man's rye and i i'd get that rye is unlikely to return to brenham but yeah i mean it's just the kind of player that you know gets bonus points because the defenders are all terrible just hoofing the ball and <laughs> they suck and make some saves like you know it's on that team that's going to keep somewhere in the plus minus to clean sheets like to 10 or whatever. Yeah. They just finish right around 140 to 160 points if they yeah, save a pen or two kind of a thing. Yeah. It's just a safe it's a safe yeah. uh floor. The yeah, only I mean, thing with, it sort of depends was, on the manager, I guess. Like, yeah. Well, Guaita is signed up, but and I mean it, the only thing with with Johnson specifically is that our set piece defending is insane. And and that's I think that is something that also I wanted to mention about just watching goalkeepers and the team set piece defending. I feel like that is something to actually look at, you know, like right. how good the team is at defending set pieces because it doesn't really matter. I mean, unless if you're Meslier who's just flapping at everything and like <laughs> the reason why they're bad at set pieces, <laughs> right? I mean, which is yeah. doesn't take very many games to watch to realize like this yeah. is an issue. There yeah. are other teams that just mark poorly. I mean, Liverpool for for historical sense, I mean, they've let up soft goals on set pieces over the years and we've, you know, agonized over that. <laughs> But teams that let in goals and set pieces are things that, you know, you really don't want the goalkeeper from that team. You know what I mean? Because right. if you're letting in those cheapies, like from the guys on, if it is something like Palace, 
you know, that, that really lowers that hurts the, the floor, clean, cheap you know, potential. and it, it lowers yeah. the ceiling rather. It lowers the ceiling yeah. a lot. Yeah. So the thing I don't know. That I, just, I, watching that just caught me thinking a little bit yeah. more about it. Yeah, no, I think that is interesting. And it, it, it does seem like the type of thing that's correctable. And then you see teams that are just consistently bad. And it's like, geez, and Leicester's a great example, right? Like Broad mm-hmm. just could never yeah. get them Every to game defend. they're giving yeah. up some it's ridiculous huge chance chances yeah. all the time. But yeah, the, the only keeper thing that I had written down was just like the dream combo is the team concedes a lot of shots yeah. against and their below average shot quality. That would be the dream, right? And the yeah. three teams that were top half in both of those stats were Brentford, Raya finishes number one in the entire yeah. game, Spurs and Bournemouth. Yeah. And the thing with Spurs and Bournemouth is that Lloris was fucking awful all year. Yeah. Forster is even worse. Yeah. So like they were both way, way under their post shot XG. They were conceding soft chances, etc. Bournemouth Travers is maybe the worst keeper in the fucking universe. Except for that last game, he was somewhere Except else. for that last game, he was popping off. Yeah, but yeah. and so if you ignore Travers, who had a point less than Neto per start, then yeah, like Neto is fine. Like Neto was on a 130-point pace on Bournemouth, who statistically were the worst defense in the league. And yeah. it's just because of that combo of shots, saves, aka bonus... And Rye is the best of all of them because Brentford are actually pretty good and he does the passing stuff and that's why he's yeah. so good. But yeah, it's, a, it's that's what you're looking for, I think. Yeah. I could see Pickford too being a popular gimmick one. Dice has he's going to be four history. or five. Yeah, yeah we I have mean, to see. We have to see, I mean, what they do in the window, but we also have to see what they do with the pricing because they did, they did suppress the goalkeeping pricing this year. There were no six million yeah. goalkeepers. I mean, if they keep it that way. You know, we might only have about you know six or so four point five goalkeepers to choose from. I could I could see Pickford being a reasonable option next year. Absolutely, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely definitely has the first part of allowing ton of shots. And Dice, I feel like every year that Dice has been in the league, the keeper's been good. Yeah, usually. I mean, at Pretty the same much, time, right? yeah. I mean, at the same time, it did really hover around. You know. F- a save point. I mean, he had maybe just one crazy game. I'm seeing the Man United game. He had nine saves, but everything else, the most he had was four. And that's not, I mean, amazing. I mean, you look at Ryan, he's six, seven, eleven, four, five. Th- I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, when I mean, did it's, it's, come in? I can't I even was remember. There for a couple months. Yeah. Came in January 30th. So it yeah. always drives me crazy every single time that it doesn't show the fucking dates on the FPL page. Yeah, I know. I know. Absolutely. I know. Does me in, but yeah. yeah. All right, no, worth, all right. We're, that's we're thinking that's, about. Yeah, we're thinking. We always we're always hey, FML FPL LLC. We're always thinking about goalkeepers. <laughs> At least I am. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean you definitely are. Yeah. Um, last macro question I put down was guest. He said, "Is rogue captaincy dead since Holland is only twenty two and he's probably at City for the long haul?" Oh, that's a depressing question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think so, honestly. I think, if anything, what we can take away from Holland this year is I mean, he did flat track it pretty hard. So Home, good matches, yeah, yeah, and he, you know, he piled it on. So I think we can, you know, obviously that's not a hundred percent 
hit rate. He, you know, he had a, put a 14 up against Arsenal at home. I know Arsenal, oh fuck, but broadly speaking, his double digit hauls were all against, you know, really bad teams. And he had the 23 against Man United when they were in a really bad moment. Um, I think you can maybe just going into next season be a little bit braver with picking your spots, I think is safe. Um, to go away from not safe, but it you can do it. You know, it's yeah. it's definitely you're you're still gonna play with fire because he's a monster. But I think you can do that next year. I think we did learn a little bit there from for me. What do you think about it? Yeah, I'm just looking at you know, I think it's an interesting like sort of case study when you look back at his season where the first half of the season, like you were genuinely an idiot if you didn't captain him every week. Like really, yeah. there was no reason to not cap him yep. unless there was a leak that he wasn't playing and you know, in game of 14, I don't remember what happened. And so you just go there. But if you look at the second half of the season, I mean, there's a lot of six or under game weeks. A ton, actually. Like more often that than, you know, double digit. Um, so he quietly like came back down to earth. I mean, he had the explosions against Southampton, Leicester, and then Arsenal, which again, Southampton and Leicester, two of the three or four worst teams in the league. So, you know, we were always going to captain him in those game weeks kind of thing anyway. But it really, I mean, you probably in hindsight would have been better off capping Mo or Kane for most of the game weeks in the second half of the season than Holland. And no one did it because of the fear factor and because of what he did in the first half of the season. But I think that that is probably actually true. Yeah, I mean, it's it also does, you know, City always do this to us in this game. I mean, it, it coincides with they've already played, you know, 35 games by the time it's game week 20. Basically, yeah. something like, right. you know, one of those where he has all of these weapons at his disposal and he can change and tweak the way he plays so that it's not so much stress on certain individuals. You know, Holland, you know, misses some games periodically, gets subbed early periodically, you know, is, is just sometimes more of even like a decoy where, and, and they do the thing where they go on cruise control, they go up early, they yep. don't even give a shit. They're like, we're going to conserve this game week because we are playing this midweek and we're just going yeah. one nothing and we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of that going on in the second half with him and with city, even though he does still spike double digit halls, you know, yep. often, but you know, yeah, I mean, the question is, you know, is it something that we think about or not? I still think we think about, I mean, look, dude, Kane finished nine points behind him. I want to segue into talking about Kane a little bit, we're but definitely going to talk about Kane. Yeah. yeah. But it's not like Holland finished on 400 points and the next person was like on 200 or something. Yeah, you know like I mean? he's he didn't not like, break the record yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's not For like doubling the field in points or something like that. So, you know, I think you could still look at, you know, other top four games as, as weeks that you can go differential and, you know, away games or ones that are sandwiched between big Champions League game or yeah. looking at it towards the second half of the year when they have group in it. Like, th those are all, I think, still on the table for next year. Yeah, I think so. And leaks, aforementioned leaks, probably will not go away, right? So right. those are always going to be opportunities where I am in favor. I don't give a shit if he's on the bench and might right. sub on like I'm always going to be in favor of capping anyone else so mm -hmm. you know that's also a thing but yeah I mean Kane dude Kane. <laughs> I mean 
my main question to you I, this has never is, happened this has never happened what is this this being someone's score how many points did he score 263 points and feel like he was in very few teams all season he was never bandwagon he was he finished 11.5 million his price which is the same price that he was game week one which means he never fucking like went crazy with price rises and all that stuff. And 260 points, 263 points. His best ever season. Yeah. I mean, my main, my main question to you is, I mean, is there something to learn from this? Because I still feel like I'm processing it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn I mean, something from this? Because obviously we all made a mistake here. He yes. should have been in our team just like Holland was all year. All year. Yep. Hundred percent. So we how should did have this sacrificed happen? some other we, yeah. position, some premium defender that we all had, or whatever the fuck it was. I don't really remember our early season teams and had both. Yeah, for sure. Um so, where, where where are we at here? Yeah, I mean, the thing that I think for me, one of many things, I should say, that like prevented me from actually getting him, from actually like breaking my team and, and making sure that he's in my team, were Holland required and Mo was better than him in the second half of the season. There wasn't really a point in the second post World Cup where Mo, I would have rather had Kane to Mo. That just that never happened, um, and so it became a game of like, do I go premium? Do I take a minus eight? And I never felt like the time was there to actually take a minus eight. Um, the other thing was just the overperformance, and I know Kane's a great finisher, but he was thirty three percent over his his non penalty xG this season, and the five years prior to this season, which is as far back as FB ref goes, he was 13% over his uh, non-penalty XG, right? Like he went from, I'm a very good finisher to I'm an unsustainable best finisher in the world kind of level. And that's probably something like 40 points in the game. Yeah, and and he was the best in all of Europe. And it's just, that that thing never, we always say, right? It never lasts, it never lasts. It's not going to continue, it's not going to continue. But you say this every season multiple times. It's a short season. It's a small sample size season. He right. was just hot for all all 38 game weeks somehow. Um, and then the other thing I think that is something to learn from, because the other two are kind of not so far, is that we nonstop held the team being bad against him. But in the FPL game, it actually worked in his favor. He had the most bonus points in the league. Yeah. Because Spurs suck. Yeah. They kept six cleans. Yeah. Yeah, And and none of the other attackers ever scored any goals. So, like, if he he scored six points at least. Yeah, just yeah. boom. They could lose 4-1. He gets a pen in like the 90th minute and gets two bones. And we're all yeah. like, what the fuck? How is this possible? Yeah. And it's just every time. Yeah, it's possible because they're playing eight defenders. And yeah. yeah, I think that is something that we were blind to all year. And I, yeah. we shouldn't have been. You know, I mean, we yeah. should have been able to stop ourselves in the during the season and realize like, no, this is actually an advantage because he plays 90 every game. His goals are worth more points. And, 
you know, this is this is good, you know, that they're bad. Right. Right. They don't exactly. need to score. They don't need to look like they're going to score four for him to get FPL points. I mean, they can look like their ceiling is two goals in a game and he's going to get 13 points if that happens. Exactly. Like yeah. just for perspective for people who are listening and hear 48 bonus points over a season. Like Mo's season where he had 303 points, 40 more points than Kane. In 32 goals, 12 assists, he got 26 bonus points that season. Holland literally broke the goal scoring record this season and he had 40 bonus points this season. Yeah. <laughs> he breaks the record, golden boot, more assists also, I think, and eight less bonus points. Yeah, nine. So that assists. was a weird fucking same thing. Assists. Yeah. yeah. Or same assists, yeah. But yeah. it's just so I don't really know. I mean, I don't know what to learn from this other than sometimes guys stay hot all season, right? Like, yeah. there's Miggy Almiron, right? He was fucking hot. We don't believe. A lot of people got a lot of points from him. Then he falls off a cliff and is terrible. Yeah. Then there's the Mara season where he's literally identical to what Miggy was doing this season. And he just stayed hot. Yeah. And he just is great. And there's no real way of knowing that. I mean, we know that Kane is great, but we he's never been this good. So we don't know he's going to just finish at this rate all season. There's no way of knowing. But yeah, I mean, it was definitely a mistake, man. It was definitely a mistake. The headers are the thing that I keep, like, goes, I keep, I go back yeah. to in my, you know, set piece, the, a lot of set piece goals. The, the back post unmarked header, like, I <laughs> feel like I have watched. Until this year, so many years of Kane standing on the keeper and set pieces and doing yeah. for the whole season and just yeah. not even coming close to getting his head on anything. Yeah. And it's like this year he's just got like five goals that way. I'm just like, what the According fuck's to understand, he had seven goals directly from corners. Seven? <laughs> seven? Yeah. He had two the season before, one the season before that, zero the season before that. Two the season before that, three the season before that, two the season before. So, I yeah. mean, you're right, but yeah. they did get this new set piece coach and blah blah blah. Or did he just happen to finish his one fucking header? And you know, yeah. and it's it's six. It doesn't have to the other. There's no yeah. answer. Yeah, it's just right. that's. I think that that sort of sums up why we didn't get him. But it doesn't mean it's right. And I don't really know what the process would have been. Otherwise, you know, like what in what world would we have gotten him is what I'm like trying to get at. Well, I think it would have had to have been the threemium, Salah, Mo getting Mo, Holland, and Kane. I mean, I don't I don't even know what that looks like. Like you have to go really bare bones on defense and you know have a lot of cheap guys around them. The yeah. thing with that is like you're putting so much stress on those players because the rest of your team is getting so many less points. Yeah, so, and, and it's... I don't know how many times you want to make that bet, you know? Yeah, and like, hindsight, it's like, well, yeah, obviously, yeah. someone who finishes with 260 points should have been in my team more than six times. I had him for six total game weeks. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, Trips was in my game, was in my team 30 times. Kev was in my team 20 times. Martinelli, Rashford, Matoma, Trent. Like, who should I get rid of? 
because most of those guys were really fucking good for me all season. And that's, again, yeah. back to the thing where there never came a point in my team where I was like, this 8 million guy and this 6 million guy are both fucking disasters. I'm just going right. to turn them into Kane. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably why his ownership never got above like 30% or something, you know? Yeah. Because most people were in that same boat. Yeah. Just All a right. tough one, man. Okay, I mean, just a so, fucking I mean, tough rolling one. into game week one next year. I mean, right yeah, that's, now, what's your, that's a what question. Are your, you know, what are your thoughts here? Because he's going to be similarly or very, really closely priced to Holland. Yeah, uh, he'll probably right? be it's 12 be the same or 12-5 Kane, right? Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, are we just doing the same thing again and just being like, he's going to come back down to what we know he was and he's not going to hit that level? And Yeah. I mean, that's basically, I mean, we're I think just doing that it that is my run it back. Yeah, that is that is yeah. my baseline where and I said, you know, to be fair, I said the exact same thing about Sun going into this season. Right. I said that I don't like getting guys off the best best season of best their season, career. Right. Right. right, right and the right, huge right. price hike. And yep. I didn't expect this level of drop off with Sun, but ultimately right. it was right. He had a yep. hundred less points. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Kane also, I mean, low key part of this, he said fit for 38 games. Like when yeah, does that rare. happen? We, yeah. We also don't know if he's even going to fucking be there next year. So that this could yeah, be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what do we do if he's on Man yeah. United and he's 12, five and they're just know. so much better. And so maybe it's worse for bones, but how many more chances does he get? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll cross that bridge if we have to. <laughs> yeah. That's tough, man. Yeah. That, that is yeah. tough. But yeah, tough, difficult one. I'd be curious to know teams who held Kane for, you know, more than, I don't know, let's say 15 game weeks. Like, what did those teams look like? They had to have not had Mo, is the only thing I could come up with. Yeah, a lot less game weeks than Mo, I guess. Yeah. Because Mo was really, really bad in the first half of the yeah. season. Right. I mean, and you had horrendous. Mo 31 game weeks. I had Mo 28 game weeks. Yeah. And Cam, who I mentioned finished top 1,000, only had Mo 20 game weeks and had Kane for 14. So I yeah. think that is exactly what happened. Yeah, like, like he you didn't jump to on Mo off and on until Liverpool time. started looking better. Right. And then, you know, and then he went came yeah. to Mo or something like that, I assume. But yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, Mo still averaged in my team 6.9 points per game week. <laughs> it doesn't get better than that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. in, in no, your team, sure. Mo averaged 6.6 .6 game uh, points yeah. per game week. Yeah. Like both of those are 250 point seasons if you if you average it out. Yeah. So Yeah. Hard yeah. one, man. Hard one. Yeah. Okay. What else? What's uh, next? Um, I guess our season. These are just a few questions. Um Jeff asking for basically our favorite moment of the season. He said, I don't know why, but Metro Penn make actually miss off of his standing leg against super highly on Newcastle defense is the most memorable moment of the season for me. Oh, and the March goal that wasn't scored in FBL as a goal. Um, do you have one? Do you have a moment that just stands out? No, not really. I can't remember one. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Uh, friend of the bot, Anna, she said, as someone who thought Holland would be Sancho slash Timo 2.0, 
I need to know what you think is the winning formula to know which new transfers are good to buy into the hype of and which ones are good to stay away. Simple question. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kidding. That takes a lot to... uh... Clubs would pay you billions and billions of pounds a year if you could figure out the answer to that. My my actual answer is, so did I. But I just got Holland because he was seventy percent owned in Game Week One, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to wager my season that everyone else is wrong and I'm right, and this player who we know is world class is going to be a flop or start slow. Yeah, and I was wrong. And so I just, by the time it was game week three, I think everyone in the world knew, holy fucking shit, this is insane. He's, well, didn't he have like two hat tricks in the first few games or something? Yeah, I mean, and especially I was really on Kevin over Holland until all the the numbers were coming out. And we're just like, what are we doing? I mean, not to say Kevin starts off with fucking 25 points in three games too. It's not like he's coming out of the gates (laughs) doing jack shit. Right. But yeah, Holland's on another planet, I think. And and Kane too. Right. I mean, a lot of people were Kane over Holland game week one. He blanked against Southampton, but then he goes eight, six, 10, five, nine, 10. Right. Like if someone's actually stuck with that, you can't really fault them. But yeah, Holland just blew everyone away to levels. We couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing, it, it's, and that was, I remember that back in the beginning, like that was a frustration when it's, you know, people chose Kane over Holland, game week one, fine. You know, you're going to say, okay, known quantity, somewhat decent fixtures opening, some good homes, whatever, fine. But it became abundantly clear that that was a, an egregious mistake and it wasn't punished because Kane was getting these goals that were like off his fucking penis on yeah. a set on a back post corner, nine points where you're watching the whole game thinking like, this is a bad FPL pick, bad, 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 bad <laughs> halls, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That That's aside, frustrating. I, we're, I mean, we're, we're digressing from the question. I, I think you, you need to look at the, the new player incomings as like different questions based on the context, right? I mean, when we're, we're talking about Holland and Kane or something, or Holland and whatever, like Sancho's, Sancho's going to be some fringe differential no matter what. Holland's in over half the teams, you know? I mean, you have to look at it from a, is this going, like you said, right? Do I want to bet my entire season right now on like me being right, even if this is what I actually think? If I had versus not, like when that's the question, usually the answer, you know, that's not a risk you, or a bet you right. want to place. But when it comes to someone like Sancho coming or like say like Dan Juma comes back into the league, he's a fucking, I don't know, goes to NFO or something. Yeah. Who gives a fuck what you do with your six million mid or something? You know, right. I mean, those are the players that you, if you have a vibe or a feeling on, you know, you can, you can, you can take a flyer. You could, you could punch your ticket on a on a new player in the league and see. It doesn't take long, you know. You you watch yeah. him for a few games, you know, and you're like, "There's a player here, like Anthony, right? He came in, he's fucking five hundred million dollars in IRL Glazer, you know, fan money." you know, loans against the club money. But when you watch him play, he has one foot and he shoots from outside the box corner fuckland and he's not really a good pick, you know, mostly. Yeah. So, I mean the other thing also just trying to remember back to like preseason and that stuff. The community shield was like kind of a, a funny thing that happened because it kind of separated like 
do you believe in XG or are you wrong? And Wait Holland, what did you just say? Do you well, believe do you, in XG or are you wrong? Yeah, because obviously every smartest person at a club are level an XG or fetishist. It's I mean, insane. it's just it's you just love like she's so much. But it's just the exact same as baseball. It's like, do you believe in a, on base percentage or do you just still believe average is the key? Right? It's just. You're just behind if that's the case. And this is the same. There will there'll be something better after. And you know, and then XG will be old. But what I'm trying to say is that he Liverpool won the game 3-1. Holland missed, I think, like two sitters. Huge chances. Huge chances yeah. and an offsides goal or something. And this was back when we thought Liverpool were still contender for the Liverpool. title. We didn't know. Yeah. Right? So yeah. That was also like a holy fuck moment. Like a lot of people were like, okay, I'm going off Holland. Like people were selling Holland after that performance. And me and you on the pod were like, I, that couldn't have been a better debut. Like you're just telling me he's going to get multiple huge chances from the most creative best attack in the league every game. Like, holy shit. This is, this guy's even better than I thought it would be. So that was also a big one. Yeah. Yep. Holland. 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 What's yeah. he gonna be priced next year? Fourteen or something? He should be about fourteen, yeah. Yeah. He won't so be. Not. He'll probably be thirteen. Really? Yeah, they we, they they want you to be able to afford all the superstars in the league in your, right. your team because it's that's a big draw sell. to like play the game. Yeah, that's how they sell Castrol, official engine oil partner of FPL and <laughs> official timekeeper of the FPL <laughs> game or whatever, you know. <laughs> you try to True. Got to. So True. yeah, I would probably go for like 13. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And now we're on to next season slash your list slash lifestyle questions. Okay. So why don't you, why don't you hit us with your list? Okay. It's something. I mean, it's, it's something. It's more than something. I mean, there, there's a lot of action going on here. You know, some, some up, some down, some middle or the road, yeah. but yeah. You know, first, first one is, is Ollie. Yeah. You know, my note, I'm going to just read the actual notes that I wrote. It should be pure. Can, it should be it uncut. Should be, yeah. And we can go from there. But I put Watkins, anything 9.5 or under auto. I believe him to be that type of player based on watching him under Emery Ball for half a season. That, you know, you you put that, uh, that's a, there's a 20, if he stays on pens and he learned maybe isn't so bad at them, there's a 20 goals in him next year to me. And I, I do believe he will be underpriced. And I know he went on a hot finishing, you know, streak for that, you know, month and a half where he was, you know, banging yeah. in one, one a game. But, you know, there are just all these anecdotal things as well as just watching them play where, you know, we, we've been watching him for the last couple of years with, you know, four different managers and they've kind of stumbled and he was still very good, you know, in the last two years. I mean, yeah, 168, 131, you know, not incredible, yeah. but if you're paying a mid-price forward price, you know, even the, he out-earned, I mean, he was he way out-earned the first season last year, you know, maybe a little dip at 7.5 and 131, whatever, but he's like these things coming out of him, like you watch him play, work rate, movement you know he's got all this stuff and emery comes in he's just like stop trying to press 
everywhere. Just stay yeah. here. Just He's get like, near oh, the goal. Cool. Yeah. You know, maybe the reason or a big reason why he was missing all of his chances were he was fucking on fumes, you know, every game because he's right. playing two positions at once, you know. So I want to, I want this game week one where I'm like, I bought and I am buying, you know, what he did under Emery and how he looked and how the team progressed. I'm sure that they'll have a reasonable summer where they improve the spine and some elements and capacities and that they will have some better creativity behind him that, you know, I just, I just like him as a buy. Yeah. You know, even in that, I, I ex- expect something in the eight, five region. And I, I just like that. I feel like he's going to be a forgotten man too, where, you know, he's going to get easily squeezed out. Maybe they have a, a tough fixture in the first few game weeks. And, you know, it's not There's just like some four other go- guy who's yeah. eight and we just are like, Oh, that oh, point five. That's so much better. Yeah. I want yeah. that. And I feel like this, like he reminds me kind of like Tony from last year when we started the season where it's like, what are good reasons to not own Tony? It's like, Really couldn't come up with any, There's but nobody no, owned him. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he was in like ten yeah. percent or under teams, and he finished. I feel like on that's what one eighty-two yeah. and missed the last three game weeks. Yeah, my, I mean, that's kind of how I'm seeing Watkins. You know, now but bust my yeah. my myth here. I mean, how how are you saying no, this? I, I'm not going to bust your myth because I think I mostly agree. I just we we we've always said this but like i think you can tell any story that you want to tell with stats right whatever favors your argument i think is what people tend to say so i'm going to try and be objective and give both sides i mean the objective fact is that he got a lot better right his non penalty xg per 90 best of his career still Went under a, yes he's still under xg aggregate on the season so he, overall he didn't really overperform his XG. He was just hot in one period and normal in the other periods. So even though in that 10-game week period, he finished better than Messi, overall, I don't think we need to worry about it because oh, it would be way more alarming if overall there. on the season he finished at that level. Because right. then it would be very easy to be like, well, he's just, that's just Well, then gonna he's going to be a 10 million next year. Right. And, yeah, and then, then he scored and, 25 goals this year. And right. And it's just year. like, oh, yeah. well, this is a joke. This isn't happening. Right. So that is good. And then if, when you dig into the numbers a little bit, I mean, it's just as simple as going pre World Cup, post World Cup. I mean, yeah. Pre, pre World Cup. Pre World Cup, he's <laughs> yeah, 0.3 non penalty XG per 90, 1.9 shots per 90. Like 1.9 is fucking bad. Well, it's pre Emory and post Emory, not the World Cup, really, right? Yeah, but that yeah. that is basically when Emory yeah, came yeah, in. Yeah, I think yeah. he came in like game week 15 or something. Yeah, so I'm just yeah. splitting it up that way. Post World Cup, 0.5 non penalty actually per 90. So yeah. up 0.2, which is insane. And 2.6 shots per 90. So almost a full shot more yeah. also per game. Yeah. I mean, those are things that are just reliable. Like that is a just reliable steady increase in the things in the exact things that yeah. you want to he's turned 27 this year which is peak age and you know the team's playing well he looks good emery's a good manager like every reason to believe in him is there yeah. so i think it's i th- i think you're right and i think he will be underpriced i mean he scored like basically the same that he did when he went from Six five to seven five, from the twenty twenty season to the twenty one season. Yeah, I right? mean eight five. Like I'm just. Oh no, he went from six zero to seven five yeah. between those two, which is a really huge increase. Yeah. 
Then yeah. he scored 131 points and he started, he still started at 7-5 this year, which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they were still just buying like the come on Villa, basically, that they had, you know, improved, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, I guess blah, they whatever. ended well, right, last year. Yeah. I, I don't really remember yeah. their season last year. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just no way that he's going to be like over 8-5. There's no way they could do that, right? Yeah. No, I think 8-5 is the price I think that's here. a ceiling. It could be 8. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, possibly. I mean, and I'm just happy to pay that. You know what I mean, I'm just yeah. really happy to put that in, lock yeah. it in, and, yeah. you know, see where it goes with him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, love it. Love it. Next. Um. Next, Eze. You know, is Eze a gloop? Eze a glue pick question mark? 6.5, is that too much question mark? Olise, can he add a few more goals question mark? 150 point player there question mark. Dash pick question mark? 6.5 question mark? <laughs> Palace centered. Palace centered bullet point here. Um, you had other glue guy questions too, right? On other I players. Other, we should just, yeah, let's I just do all the glue. glue. I want, let's just sniff all the glue that we can in one, one bite. Okay. So that, I mean, the, yeah, yeah. The, the other, I mean, in the midfield element, the only other one I put down was Gibbs White at right. NFO. MGW right. glue, where does he go from here? Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think these are, all three of these players are somewhat in a related bucket of projectability for next season. Um, you know, you have uncertainty with the teams and, you know, prominent roles for all three players in their teams, regardless yeah. of what they do over the summer business-wise. But, yeah. you know, where do they actually go from here? Um, go ahead. What do you what do you think, you know, looking at these three? Yeah, you know, I how, mean, just how are you seeing it? Gut reaction is that, I mean, I, I haven't really, like, studied these guys as much as I did for the Ollie part, but my gut reaction is, like, Eze is separate from the other two. Like, the other two are glue guys because they're not really goal scorers and they're mostly assist and tick guys who should be cheap. Whereas Eze, I mean, <laughs> the ceiling on this guy it just seems to be very fucking high. Like, yeah. he is just an actual donger. Like, debut season last yeah. year, he fucking barely played, but 600 minutes. Or no, sorry, it wasn't his debut. Debut season 2020, plays 2,500 minutes, he got four in, goals, he six in, assists. He was injured last year. Injured last year. Comes in this year, 10 goals in 2,600 minutes. Like, he was bombed out from Vieira, comes back in, scores 10 goals. Seems to be a very good finisher based on what we know. So I feel like he's in a different bracket because it's like, man, I don't actually know what the ceiling is here. Especially yeah. like if Wilf walks and he's just the main man, like is on pens. can he score fifteen on pens? Yeah, like why not? Right? I mean, yeah, three thousand minutes. You're telling me he can't go from ten to fifteen? I mean, that seems insane. Yeah, he's. It's just I feel like with Eze is like I as I was thinking more about it, I started to get like less excited about him, honestly, from an FPL's perspective, because he is a midfielder, you know? I and mean, he's a very midfield midfielder, like in the in the light of like a Gunduan type player to me. Mm -hmm. Where it's like we see him bang these insane free kicks and it, yeah. you know, it hits on our, you know, dopamine levels because it happens <laughs> twice sure. a year. Yeah. But ultimately, I mean, he takes 
shots from bad, bad shots. places. You know, yeah. he's he has really pinpoint. You know, th- you know, throw the ball through the keyhole. Brett Favre accuracy <laughs> on his shots, right? But yeah. the volume isn't really there. The team's a little bit. Who knows what's going to be going on there? And you know, he's he's relying on these you know otherworldly type things. At the same time, you know he. His ability to find the open spaces in the box as that late runner, as we see time and time again when we're a transition, you know, yeah. fast break type of team is just uncanny. And he is deadly. You know, I mean, no, there's no mistake about it. You know, you give him these shots, like pitting him He's against really the rest of the deadly. world, he passes in his goals. You know, I mean, he knows exactly where to put them and he does it. So yeah. him finishing over XG is something that I expect to routinely happen year on year from this point forward. Yeah. I don't know how much or how higher he can go though, just based on his role, because he was doing a lot of aiding. I mean, maybe if he is 10, because he can't play on the wing, you know, he's not a forward player. He needs to be central. He needs to be yeah. picking up the ball in our own half. He needs to be behind a third. striker. So, you know, how many real goal scoring opportunities are there per game? You know, it's just it's just not many. So I pulled I'm a little this bit, up to, a little bit tepid on him. Honestly. I pulled this up to just see where his actual yeah, goals that, came from. Yeah, that all tracks penalties. This is pretty pens. interesting though, because I thought there would be more in the outside the box no, banger. He never region. shoots from there. No, he never shoots from there. Because he gets he the ball three, in the elbow and he'll basically has three bangers, but everything else are just like big chances. Because in those the middle are the of fast the break box. ones. Yeah, those are yeah. the fast break ones when he finds the gap when we are countering, you know. But yeah. he sometimes he'll get the, he'll pick the ball up wide and and keep dribbling in, dribbling in, dribbling in, find the spot. Yeah. Those are those probably yeah. those outside the box ones, just at the edge. Right. But yeah, he shoots centrally because he's smart, and then he can aim for either side of the goalkeeper based on where the defenders are, kind of thing. But yeah, no, he doesn't shoot from like he's not Tom Party. I mean, he's not some fucking yeah. moron, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and see that that. That's why I feel like there's something to actually build on because uh-huh. if all of his goals were just that, you know, it's just JWP like free hicks or free kicks yeah. or something, I'd be like, no, but like free hicks, free hicks. But like he's getting the chances, like yeah. he's getting real big chances, real big fish, and he's fucking donging them. So yeah. I don't know. I, I just, just, I just don't know how sustainable that is. Like that's yeah. my concern. Yeah, maybe I don't not know how sustainable that is because I'm. I think Gibbs White is the most attractive and interesting okay, to me of talk these to three me. names. Is it well, because of the pens or? Well, I mean, Eze is going to be on pens too. I, I, no, I don't Probably, think. Yeah. I mean, the the pens help, but I think he he's really. Gr- I mean, this was his first year in the prem. Yeah. Right. I mean, this was his first year, and with Eze. Well, I, it doesn't matter to compare the two, but with him, I, he actually grew into like when I was watching NFO in the first half of the year. And he, I mean, first of all, I don't know how Cooper never dropped him. He just kept laying him. I thought he was one of the worst players on the pitch for many NFO games that I watched in the first half of the season. I, I mean, I couldn't believe how bad and invisible and abject he was. I mean, just derelict in duty repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. He just kept picking him. Didn't, I, didn't, I don't. I was watching a different game. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, you know, mid-season, second half of the season, it's like boom. He's actually their best player by a lot. And I don't. But like, I think going back to the Kane thing. I mean, if, if the, I know it's this is 
cliche or whatever, but this talismanic, the talismany type thing with like yeah. Jack on no, Villa. That's, it. that's real. I mean, Matto, like yeah, those like, kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like Eze is not that for Palace. Like we have other guys, like with Wilf, like other things happen. But I with, don't know though. With, if Wilf goes, isn't he? Well, if Wilf goes, it's a different conversation. We have to see how yeah. we set up and who comes. But like with, with Gibbs White, it's just like they're not scoring two goals and he's not involved in one of them. It's just, it's really not possible. Yeah. They would have to be, yeah. you know, broken two broken corner kicks or something because he's on all right. the things he's right. he's just he's not the pass before the pass he's either shooting or he's the assist yeah. and you know he just looked like he was flourishing and blooming and blossoming and getting more comfortable and more used to just the pace and the speed of the game and what he had to do i mean that back heel assist he had towards the end of the season Sick. was like that's something special you know and yeah. y- yes i mean right as i could do that but I don't know. I just I feel like there's there's a bit more here with Gibbs White where he had five and twelve, dude. He had twelve assists, which is insane, an insane overperformance. But I mean, could he do eight and twelve? You know, like nine and ten with maybe some more bonus points sprinkled in here and, and hit like one seventy. Yeah, the goals I think he is could where do I that. the goals is where I don't really know because he yeah. didn't really show that, right? Like, I mean two of his five goals were pens. So we're talking right. about three goals in 3,000 minutes. Right. I mean, and he barely ever shoots, you know, compared to someone like Eze who shoots twice as often. So I don't know. But yeah, I mean, to answer like your actual first part of the question, like 150 point player here, question mark, for Elise and MGW, I'm just like, yeah, right? I mean, the set pieces for both of them, they just tick, right? They just get assists. They're both double-digit assist guys. Play 3,000 minutes. 3,000 minutes. First name in the team sheet. MGW on pen. So depending on the price of all these guys, I mean, I think there's a potential world, assuming there's no one as good as Pereira, who's 4-5 next, next season, because that was a rare treat for us. I mean, I'm more looking at these guys as like, I want them to be first on my bench every week. I want all 10 of my auto subs through the season to be this guy because they can get to afford that though. They might be like five, five, right? Or five, but that's not our fifth mid first bench. We're not, we're never doing that rare, but I think it might be worth it. You know, I mean, well, at least say too. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, he had 11 assists and I feel like he could have a season where he has, 16 assists or something. Yeah. And I mean, I his ju- delivery he just is needs ridiculous. to show just he never shoots. I just need him to fucking shoot. He's man. so wide. I mean, like, he's he so wide. Zero nine on penalty per 90. Yeah. He just plays so A wide. Tenth I don't know. of an XG per game. It's like, yeah. just fucking add that to your game and you're like a star. You're yeah. actually just like a fucking god, you know? Um, I so, wonder I mean, I, with coaching. Long with story short. I agree with you that these are like really, really fucking interesting guys. Interesting guys. I think Olise with with coaching and assists, like he is more than just whipping balls in from the elbow. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like there can be some getting more out of him. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah, he's interesting too. I mean, because he's going to be the cheapest of these three for sure. It's like. They mentioned they they use this analogy on one of the recent double pivots. I it, I don't remember exactly what it was for, but it's useful. But there's just still so much unknown, I think, in soccer. And one of the things is this, where it's like 
in basketball, when someone's a good free throw shooter, sometimes they're still bad in quote unquote open play. We don't call it that in basketball, but you know what I mean? Like they, they can't hit like 20 footers, but they're then fucking 85% free throw shooter. And we're like, how does this work? Or vice versa, right? They're good three point shooter, not good at free throws. And we're like, this doesn't make sense. You're good at shooting. You should be good. So it's like, I don't know. I, I suspect that Elise's skills could turn into some shots and goals, but I don't actually know if the two things translate. Yeah. But like if they do translate, like we're talking about like Ericsson, right? Like we're yeah. talking about like Spurs Ericsson, like, like sure. eight and fourteen, like crazy seasons like that, where he just peppers in some goals, he's a late arrival, some outside of the box goals, some free kick goals while getting an a crazy amount of assists. But yeah. don't know, don't know if it's there. Yeah, see, I think, yeah, I mean, I think Eze is more of that player to me that could do an eight and 14 because. Well, that's why I go back yeah. to Eze because I'd rather have the goals first, assist second. I'd rather sure. have someone that yeah. shoots three times a game, bangers, looks to be a plus finisher, gets in the middle yeah. of the box, gets big chances first, and be like, okay, if his baseline is 10 goals, like he could be a really, really, really Which fucking is, good FPL yeah. pick. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna probably be six five next year. So. Yeah, he he didn't he didn't help his price by going on a fucking no. stormer at the end yeah. of the season. So yeah, I mean, six it, it'll be interesting, but yeah. So those are so those are those guys. Um, yeah. Next well, one, so, Solanke is kind of in the glue category too, right? Yeah, you we had, could talk about. It. I have him. a yeah. Um, where is it? What to make of Solanke's season? Hold up, man. No pens. Add three. Still undervalued next year. <laughs> no pens. No pens. Don't need any. Gaza, <laughs> O'Neal, pens. Unbelievable no pens. Yeah, not, not for us. Also, <sighs> unbelievably ends the season 0.4 cheaper than his starting price while being 6 million and getting 130 points. Yeah, I mean, so he's one and two. Somewhat, un, you know, he missed 16 a handful of games. returns and 32 starts. Yeah, missed a handful of games. He had some games where he looked like he was world class, and then he had many games where he was invisible, doing yep. hold up stuff for the worst team in the league. Yeah, I have a hard time. With, I, I love the player. We love the player. That's not in question. Yeah, I just have a hard time. Like in this day and age in the FPL landscape where there are just so many good players, good picks across the board. I mean, is, is he a pick? I mean, what has to happen for him to be a pick? I, I'm, I, that's what I'm a little I confused on. I think he is on. a pick. I do think he's a pick. I genuinely do. The only reason that we, both of us didn't start with him is because it was home Villa at city home Arsenal at Liverpool. It was just like, they're probably, the worst team in the league and they have the worst imaginable fixtures. And then we bought them immediately. Yeah. And then we did. Like, I had him, I think... Yeah, I think we both had him for all that Yeah, and he was fucking great. Right? He goes 2-12-2-2-8-12-2-1-2-6-5 into the World Cup. Like, that is fucking great for 6 million forward. That is just really, really steady and good. Yeah. I just, um, I, 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 so, I mean, I think the hold up nature of his play is something that, you know, that's why I mentioned, like, oh, yeah. I put that in my note that I wanted to talk yeah. more about because 
you know, he is he gets more, more assists like this, than goals. He stitches the play together and he he holds up for the wingers or for the on runners, you know, whether yeah. that whoever's fit for them in a given week. I mean, they're fucking 50 guys, Trav, yeah. whether it's Travernier or some whoever the fuck else, right? Otara, but I don't know. I, I like that really concerns me because yeah. you know, he's just not in position to receive the ball for these big chances. Like he's usually the the hockey assist like that's what i kept watching is like this is yeah. who he is and this is what he's doing he's their best player but he's not an fpl pick like that's what yeah. i kept thinking when i watched them you know and he did finish really really badly this season he finished 3.1 under his xg but he's finished under every season of his career including the championship so it's we not might great. just we might just be talking about like a budget Gab Jesus on a much worse team than Arsenal. Yeah. Right. And he finishes with six and 10 and maybe that's just who he is. But the yeah. fact of, I think no that's fucking more likely pens, to me. He's still really young, but he's still really young. And the fact of no, and they got better. Their attack legitimately got better. As they the, got better and their attack got better. He got still not a lot. Of still it's, it's good. Yeah, it's but like the, the no pens thing, dude, is just can't, be I real. I mean, like when we were yeah. talking about him in postmortem or precog in the past, we were always comparing him to Pookie because Norwich yep. are always the worst team in the league. And every, I mean, Pookie got three, three pens one year and two pens another year. And like those would be significant pen points when we're talking about a six million forward. I mean, all this said, you know, he did finish seventh in points in yeah, forward. I mean, that's, exactly. I mean, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you add a few more, you know, you add a few goals for pens, you know, even if it's just two, I mean, that, you know, that's, that's 10, 10, that's a lot. Months. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 I mean, he could just even, even though he might underwhelm slightly, you know, from to the eye just by, by his price and his consistency of start. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's he's he's going to be weird because I could see starting with him next year, you know, but I, yeah. I could also see just not owning him for a week next year based on prices of other players kind of thing. And One thing that's interesting, and I don't think I've done this in recent memory, but I could be wrong, is that he really didn't return against any top team in the league, except he got one probably fluke assist against Man City in game like 25. It's like Which there is a world uh, where you just don't start him in those games because they're going to have 20% those, possession yeah. and there's just such a little chance of a return. And then yeah, the, he's way better than one and two. Uh, the, the problem with that, though, for Bournemouth, I mean, that, and that makes sense because when they're playing good teams, they have he's playing in his own yeah. half. His average position yeah. is probably the center circle, if not his own yeah. half. That that's that's not eight games a year. You know, that's not the top four. That's that's like eighteen games a year. So how do you carry and rotate a player like that? But I'm really just talking about the eight games a year because. You know, it's obviously they're still going to get dominated by the sixth place team or well, hang whatever. On, let's, but hang on. Let's, let's, these are his returns NFO, Leicester, Fulham, Leeds, Everton, <laughs> Wolves, assist against City, aforementioned, Fulham again, yeah. Spurs, one of the worst teams in the league, Southampton, and Leeds. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe you, you know just I mean, play that, him against the six worst teams in the league. Yeah. Okay. And then that's Interesting. hard. 
it's that's, like that paints a picture though doesn't it yeah it does yeah. yeah i mean i haven't really like looked at the team numbers you know breaking it up by opponent but i'm sure it follows suit <clears throat> a lot. They had a lot of those good attacking performances to end the season, and I'm sure it went hand in hand with who they were playing. Right? It's not right. like they were just a three xg against you know fucking Arsenal or some shit like that. Like that. Yeah. That didn't happen. Probably. Yeah, totally. So. Totally. Hmm. All right. That is uh, interesting. Next one, next one is don't buy city defenders, you idiot. <laughs> no city defender hit a hundred points. That's shocking. How many city players hit 100 points? Follow up question. One, two, three. Oh, fucking shit ton. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The midfielders did. Yeah. Okay. Never yeah. mind. Never mind. Well, Ederson every, over 100 points. Well, yeah. Best pick every, in the game. Every fucking year, dude, city defense does this. I, I think I'm like the worst at this. Like I, I can't stop the sky blue from entering into my <laughs> fucking 15. It's, it, it's disgusting. I disgust myself. Diaz used to be the exception of the rule. He had 141 and 142 last two years. Yeah. Ultimately, though, be. the perversion of Pep will not be oversmarted by any of us fucking plebs. I mean, he plays fucking eight-year-old Rico Lewis at whatever the fuck, whenever the fuck. It's insane. Yeah. He will play anyone, anywhere, anytime. And the juice is not worth the squeeze, right? I mean, we keep we yeah. saw this year. It's it's just they go up three nil, two nil. It's fucking. They don't give a fuck. They have the worst goalkeeper in the world, and <laughs> everyone's bad. And they're, it's just a mess. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an I mean, actual mess to, to have any of them. It's like the we thing, get them to just fit like, oh, you're supposed to have three city players. No, but so the, like, which defender is best? Like, they're all bad. The reason we all started with one in game week one, though, is because they had an attacker. Right? They had right. Kinsella. Right. And he got a fucking ton of points. Right. Like, he was the exception. Right. He gets 7, 11, 0, 1, 12, 2, 9, 1, 18. That's how his season started. Yeah. And then so that was a great pick. But now none of them, none of them get points. Like no. none of them, like they're all 100% relying on the cleans. Well, they're, and they're also all center backs. I mean, in yeah. open play, it's just yeah. pick three of them and they yeah. just stand on the, you know, they don't, yeah. none of them attack, like you said, right? Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, I, I agree with you there. I mean, assuming Pep keeps the same like shape and stuff which yeah. i do assume that he will so. yeah yeah i mean i think it's a complete fire sale stay away don't even think about getting any of the city <laughs> defenders in your team next year good complete like at not one all year yeah no i can't i can't really see myself getting any yeah <laughs> it'll be weird to see what their prices are yeah, I mean they should be around 555 five, five region i don't think any can be six but uh, but I Which mean even at, even at five even at five five I mean they're going to be stacked against like this team isn't a nails clean sheet team none of them have attacking intent like yeah, but, why would you okay pick I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second here though right they get thirteen cleans this year right I mean I'm ballparking it but what average of twenty cleans a year the five years prior sure. So if Ederson returns back to like normal levels or maybe Ortega overtakes him because he's a god, 
It's like, then wouldn't it be good? All of a sudden, isn't it good again? Like, it, let's just say a Kanji plays every game and there are 20 clean sheet teams. Then, I like, just can't they're see gonna, that. They're going to be value. Yeah, I just can't see that happening, honestly. But it's like, it's a buy low. It's a classic buy low, right? And like, if there's yes, a, it's nail, a nail dish center back who's 5 million on City and they have upside of 21 cleans next year. Yeah, but how many of those 21 cleans does the player you pick participate yeah, well, that, in? That's a problem. 13 of them. And then he's just <laughs> bad, you know? And then I mean, he's that's... just okay. Pretty, yeah. pretty good. No, yeah, no, I take your point, but but yeah, that that's a tough one, and and Liverpool yeah. sort of falls in the same category, right? I mean, they're fourteen cleans this year. Every other year, they were top two or three defense, twenty ish cleans. So, like, right. what are we gonna do game week one with them? You know, depending right. on their, who they buy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, so staying on, we have a, a lot of defense coming up right now. Yeah, let's just, just do all the defensive the stuff. Yeah. So trips, what happened there? Lesson to learn, or was it host- hostage taking? What actually happened with this player this year? I think roughly they ran really hot clean sheet wise first half of the season and ran really cold second half of the season. So, I mean, we were talking about that on the pod, yeah. but we still cowardly kept him basically yeah. all year. Yeah. Is that, I mean, it, was that a bet we should have made or like that's where I'm stuck on because you're stuck on like, how could we have done better with trips? Yeah. Like we were both, especially you preseason, like 5 million joke attacking pet, like, Set right. pieces, right. good fixture. Well, maybe not the best fixture, but like good defense, whatever. Like he's a good pick. Start every wrote, week, et cetera. Start every et cetera. Really catch lightning in a bottle. I mean, pre World Cup, like as, as better than you could ever in your wildest imagination yeah. have expected he him went, to go. When they didn't yeah, clean, he, he was assisting. He when they cleaned, he was assisting, getting bonus. Rosemont, insane, right? Insane. We keep watching the team play and, you know, they play this kind of stodgy football, but ultimately, you know, I mean, it's, they're, they're not, they're not Man City of but this, know, 2021. This, it's important context to start with right after the World Cup because yeah. we, we all wildcard, right? We all make an entirely new 11 with trips right. in it for sure. Right. 100% of teams, probably yeah. a second Newcastle defender for a lot of teams, right? Yeah. Botman yeah. or whatever. Sure. They start off with fucking five straight cleans. Yeah. So that that like reinforces everything that we have from the first part of the season, which is just like, oh, these are all the best picks in the game. Right. And then, and then goes, the disaster starts. Yeah. One clean for the rest of the year, basically. And so I don't know. And then the doubles the doubles hooked you a little bit because they had these doubles, you know, you hide them, you oh and the it, doubles that are worked. coming. I mean that ultimately worked. Yeah, he got yeah, he, eleven in the double in game week thirty six double. Yeah, if you didn't play him for every other game week, it was great. But right, just right, for right. the two doubles, right? I mean, do you, do you think that this is one where? Because I think when you're you're making bets on eye test versus yeah. the field and the ownership, 
Yeah. I think you have to weigh more heavily, like, what is the cost? Like, how does this go really wrong? And think about, you know, what's the likelihood, right? With Holland, for example, where say you're watching City, right? And yeah. You're looking at this, you're like, Holland's like, oh, he's starting to play more peripheral. He's doing more hold up. He's not getting as many chances. He's, you could, you know, you could live in that world, like, sure. Yeah. He's, you know, 180% owned player every game week. So that's what you're betting against. And he can get right. a hat trick in any game week, even when he's playing more peripheral. Even yeah. if you're right in your assessment of this is happening, it's worse than at the beginning of the season. You know, he's not going to keep getting these hat tricks. Yeah. Like, okay. I hear Versus you. someone like Trips, who his like God tier game is. 13 clean assist max 12 points 12 and yeah, that's 12. it you know it's just 12 points and that's literally the best game he had all year the best game you could ever hope for yeah you can't really get that fucking injured by that well unless they start the second the second half of the season with five straight cleans yeah i mean that's which, yes that, which, but that's, that's so improbable and that's not it, like but it's really important because the question is and obviously we don't remember like our teams in game week 22 when the bad newcastle started happening but like when would we have gotten rid of him is the question yeah. right cuz like they they're off the best Best defense in the in the league first half of the season. He's by far the best pick in the game first half of the season. Into World Cup break, five straight cleans. He's the best thing ever again. And they're still. letting up one goal a game too, which is like the Wolves yeah. thing. See, yeah, that, that's shellacked. why. Yeah, that's why I think there was really. I don't think there was like any reason to ever go off them. Really, yeah. honestly, because. Also, this is freakish, but I just looked this up while you were talking. Is he was five point four under his XA? He had twelve point four expected goals assisted and seven IRL assists. That doesn't yeah. count fantasy assists on FBI. Yeah, that seems that's insane. I mean, is that the Shar missing headers? Yeah, and shit, it's, or it's, what? It's, it's actually mostly Shar. I mean, Shar. So Willick was four under his XG. Shar is three point nine as his XG. Longstaff yeah. two point six. Botman two point five. Those are the biggest ones. So okay. Botman and Shar, you would assume, are all are mostly off of corners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like. That is another reason why I think everyone was holding because you watch the games. We watch the games every week. I mean, big chance after big chance, right? right? He's just like, oh my God, like they're missing this big header. Oh, this guy missed another big chance. And it's just right. like, what the fuck do we do with right, this? It's right. like, I almost don't care they're not keeping cleans because it's like he should be getting an assist every other game. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, I mean, looking at the numbers contextually puts it in that in that place. But also, I, I do feel like, you know, they had that little run after the World Cup, but they had the the other competition stuff going on. Like, I feel like there was a stink around the team during yeah. the whole Baron run when they weren't keeping it clean. And we didn't listen to that also. Yeah. Well, I think... You know what I mean? I think really... The thing that we didn't listen to, just looking at his like game log right now, match log is like game week twenty five they blanked, game week twenty four they had Liverpool, game week twenty six they had at City, 
Yeah, we talked about that. And we definitely talked about it at the time. Yeah. And if you look what happened, they hit one point against Liverpool, then he blanked, then one point against City. And neither of us got rid. Yeah, the five show. against Wolves like kept him up a little bit. But right. yeah, then, then it was the double in 29, because we talked about them. And the like, double in 29. Them, back at 29. He gets 14. We just did other, yeah, we did other stuff. I mean, the other thing, too, with him. I we mean, probably you know, benched him those game yeah, weeks. Benching him is, is, is reasonable there, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough because I think with him, it, to me, it was more of like a you know eye test versus ownership question. Yeah. Of like, was this a bet that we should we're supposed to have made that we didn't do? Right. And ultimately, I mean, maybe the correct answer is you know no, we had him cheap enough that he was someone that we should have just benched. Right. Which I mean, except for the doubles. And that right. would have been great. I mean, if you bench him every game week except for the doubles, you're fucking flying because he's flying. not on your team and he's going to win. It is an interesting, points. just like strategy thing. And I don't know the answer to this, but like, depending on how well or not well you're doing your season might determine if you like make that bet or not. But it's like, you know, I'm like doing pretty well, right? Like, I'm going pretty good. My rank keeps getting better. Like, I want less players in the game almost, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like course. I'm, I'm, I like Holland's not on my team. Trips isn't on my team. They don't exist. Right. Everyone right. I'm competing with has them. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah. you know, for like sure. I'm, I'm for going sure. good. I'm consolidating. But yeah, ultimately you could have scored so many more points. I mean, yeah. he could have been the exact type of guy that we were talking about before. Is like you double move Trips and your other forward out for Kane. Yeah, like you could. We all could have done that yeah, and yeah. just gotten like a billion Kane points. Yeah, and no yeah. one did. Yeah. All right. So, an, more of a macro look at wait, just wait, def- bef- before you go there. What's his price next season? I think six. Because he started at five. Yeah. He went all the six, way up to six, two, I think, and then back down to six. Yeah. Maybe six, five. I think uh, he's six, five. Yeah. I think six would be more appropriate, but we'll okay. see. We'll see. Um, I th- more of a macro defender question, just of looking at it. I mean, if there might be a meta shift here of just going cheap. Um, I mean, just just looking at the points, there just there just aren't a ton of points in defense, and you know, we we were talking about you know on and off during the season of just the increased quality of the teams in the in the league, right where. There's better attacks, less Stoke cities just giving up before the ball's kicked. Yeah. And the clean sheets just in general are down. And there's more money infused in the league. Just the teams are just better, right? Yeah. And teams aren't going in just, you know, waving the flag. And, you know, I think to me, you know, when I look at it from that standpoint, you know, goals are up you should spend less money on defense because clean sheets will be down and they'll be less predictable and reliable. So I, you know, I want to find the four or five guys in the game and and get as many as them as I can, because, you know, we're also seeing this kind of a, a little bit of a downturn in the, in the, the wingback systems of, yeah. you know, of what we've been seeing with, you know, Spurs or Chelsea with Conte or whatever, where, you know, all of a sudden in, in years past, we have, you know, six defenders in the game who are really playing midfield, if not forward. Yeah, that's not really the case anymore. So you know, I I just I just feel in general that we should be just spending a lot less on defense next year until proven otherwise is something that yeah I'm that was taking Doyle's away from this question. Season. 
He said, our reliable defense is now a thing of the past and a waste of money, given the substitutions rule, because that was also, that's also another yeah, thing that changed big, this year, which is yeah, the, absolutely good point. we're yeah. down 2 0. I'm something I'm five attackers yeah, in not? the 75th Why minute. I? Why wouldn't I? Like yeah. Brentford were such an example of that, of like changing right. the game with all their yeah, attackers. Yeah. But yeah. I think that the other part of this is again back to a City and Liverpool question. Because this is historically low for both teams. Liverpool 14 cleans, City 13 cleans, six to seven less than normal from the Klopp Pep era. So when you look at that and you look at the total defender points, I mean, that's what's missing, right? Like Trips is number one at 198. Then fucking 42 points lower is Ben White. And what's missing is three to four Liverpool guys from 210 to 190, which is every other yeah. year that, that, that's been under Klopp. And like a Diaz and a Laporte at 170 or something like that. Or a Cancelo at 190, whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah. So that, I, just, I think, is the yeah. question. I just think that this is more of a sign of things to come. I mean, this this isn't... I feel like this is the new normal with the rest of the league and the rest of the teams. You know, I, and, you know, we also see, right, City of Liverpool don't do this for a fucking minute, but City try to contain and control games and keep meaningless possession, nothing to do with it. Like, they do that all the time. <laughs> they still fucking shit, you know, because someone goes complacent, it's 3-0, they play 70 games a year, and it's like, oh, whatever, okay. And Ederson Fuck. had a it's, really bad year. Well, he yeah. sucks. I mean, it's like, oh, shit, it's fucking 3-1 instead of 3-0. Oh, shit, two bad guys. Yeah, who like, cares? Whatever. Yeah. And, you know, same with Liverpool. Like, I mean, they keep well, the Liverpool line Well, Liverpool are different, because Liverpool just went from good to really bad yeah. in one year. Yeah, I mean the spine was a little bit fucked, and they had they had a weird year. But you know, I their mean, yes, numbers right. just went from top three to tenth or something. Yeah, like but that, I mean that's know? that's but that's also looking at like game week one. I mean they're still going to be expensive. Like Trent's another a separate question we we will come on to. But yeah, you know we're not. I I don't think you want to. You sit there like oh they're going to return to their glory years. Let me let me buy a six million Van Dyke and a. You know, yeah. seven five million Trent because That's they're going the to start rolling cleans in. Like that doesn't make sense. All the teams are. That good. is the question, it, though. Yeah, but like all the teams are good in the league, and yeah, I don't know. And I, I just that, I think that it's going to continue in this in this light in this vein. It is kind of a funny. Speaking of just like all the teams are good in the league, point a funny quirk that happens when all three promoted teams stay up, which rarely happens. Is that like oh. all the teams aren't good? Because now all of a sudden, like when you look at like gambling odds of like who's getting relegated, no, it's, yeah, it's like the new promoted teams mixed with all three of this year's. No, promoted I think teams, I think it's it's, like, it's it's not. I'm, I'm I I wish I didn't say good. I, all the teams can score. Like, can score. We don't yeah, have yeah, Swansea. Yeah. We don't have Cardiff City. Where yeah. it's like what you know, fucking yeah. Nottingham is playing striker. That's like, they had like a yeah. What was that guy's name who played striker? <laughs> was it Nottingham? <laughs> no, it was like fucking God Adam. He was like a four five mid playing striker, right? And he was horrible. He and he, I think he scored one goal. 
Yeah, I don't know. So I can't. I'm, I'm blanking. I can't it. remember. I can't remember. But that, like, that's the difference. Yeah. It's like before yeah, yeah. we had Stoke, Swansea, but it's like West like Brom. These, yeah, all like these they're teams. not scoring. Period. Like now, it's like, these teams are bad. There, there are seven teams that suck in the league. Yeah, but all of them can score a goal. Right. 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 That's the difference. So yeah, I really so, I mean, want to remember looking, this guy's name. It wasn't. It wasn't Coventry. I thought was it was Nottingham. It was fucking something um, ham. There's something. Yeah, there's there's some, some kind of ham. ham. It was Cardiff. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, yeah, I know. No, but Cardiff. Oh, you're trying to think of mid, his name. Yeah. yeah, they had a mid who was like in teams. I don't think he was a striker. I think he was a mid, but he was in teams and he was fucking awful. He was on set pieces. It wasn't Jude Bellingham, but it was. There a is someone called away. Greg Cunningham. I don't think that's. But it. I don't think that was him. Whitaker, Whitting, yes, yeah, close. I mean, there was Callum Peterson. No, no, Callum Callum Patterson, rather. I think that might have been him. I don't think so. I don't know. Someone will, someone will get in touch and someone will illuminate our. our I can't remember. I can't remember. Fucking hell. But yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be a tough ask. Next year for our game week one teams, and it's gonna be tough for FPL to price. It's a yeah. really hard pricing job for that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking like the four or five defenders. Like, I want, I want to try and just grab them. You know, I mean, yeah. so Alex Moreno, four point five. Yeah, I think he'll and be sh- five. Yeah, just because he's the most attacking on a team. That's well, in and the like top half, they it's possible. They were so good second half of the year, right? Like Mings finished on a hundred thirty points, and you know, like they're yeah. They're a good yeah. team who's in Europe. Like they, they shouldn't yeah. have a five million attacking. Defender. Yeah, I mean, so maybe it is. Then we go back to. I mean, they're not all going to be five. So no, maybe, no, no. maybe it's just a villa. I mean, I had a note on on wolves like a four point five wolf. Yeah, I like defender. that shout. Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just. Home. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's just you want the four point five villa, and it, we go back to that full rotation fest of yeah. just. Four or five shitters who are center backs, left back, right back, not too attacking, whatever. And, you know, you're just playing the fixture game again. I mean, I think we might be looking back at that. Yeah. What do you think about Trent? Is Trent home? I feel like it feels like home. I don't have numbers to support this, but I feel like home is is like back this year. Like home, like we really had the weird COVID year, then a weird follow up year and whatever. But like, Home cleans just felt bankable this year. Yeah. And away cleans, I feel like never happened. Right. Like yeah. Bournemouth yeah. scored at home. NFO scored at home. Like Fulham score at home. Leicester score at home. Like Everyone these teams who home. suck just score at home. Yeah. Twelfth man. Yeah. Yeah. 12th no, I totally man. agree. So yeah. yeah, I mean the rotation with the home emphasis yeah. seems Might be good a thing. next year. Might yeah. be a back to like five years ago where it's just like yeah. one five oh and one four zero and three four fives, and you rotate. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's fun. Um, rotate keepers, but, even maybe. Yeah, could do, could do, could do. Um, perv the pervening and Poro. What are you What are you thinking about them? Because I mean, they they sort of go against the grain, where they're going to be the most expensive defenders in the team, have the attacking intent. Like, are they going to be worth it? Is the question. So, I mean, Poro is my fucking guy. Yeah, you love him. But it's all dependent on the manager that Spurs get. Because yeah, if they don't get someone who plays through at the back, I mean, he 
probably won't even back. start. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, unless he actually just starts in midfield because he can't play yeah. fullback in a four. But if yeah. he's a wing back, I mean, he's like nailed in my team. He's so good attacking. Yeah. He's just like the new fucking Doc Perry, whatever, whoever you want to uh, throw in I there. I think Doc is a good comp. He's he so quick. He's yeah. actually got goals in him. He's he shoots so much. Creative. He shoots a lot. Yeah, he's just great. Perv is such a weird man, weird one, and he yeah. he murdered me this season because I went off him for Dunk, who was horrible. But he murdered everyone that didn't own him. Yeah, he murdered everyone that didn't own him. I mean, he's weird also because like his attacking sets are pretty good, but like not amazing, you know. Yeah. And yeah. but when you watch the game, he's when you watch else. the game, he sometimes really involved, sometimes invisible. But Brighton are good. He somehow can start every fucking game in the world. He's a fitness machine. Um, yeah, I mean, Brighton, I don't know. Are Brighton going to keep cleans? I don't know. Yeah, I, we I have a hard time reading do. it. They're going to have a big summer. You know, we, we have to see what their team's going to be totally different. They're going to be totally different. Probably lose Casado, probably what, lose McAllister. Yeah. What do you think his price is going to be, Perf? Is he 5'5"? Five, five? Yeah. 5'5"? Five five. Yeah, I think he'll be five five. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because he wasn't even starting that. He was on off starter <clears throat> for the first like third ish of yeah. the season, and then he just started every game. It was great for the entire rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. I have a I have a hard time seeing him as a goer he's, at five five. I think that's he's a tough, probably that's a tough not ask. my team. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. as much as I rate Brighton and Deserby and everyone involved there, I mean. Just look at Liverpool as an example, or I'm sure other teams in the past. I mean, it's fucking hard to just change over three or four starters all in one fell swoop, especially if they're like essential starters. Um, you know, so if they just like get rid of their entire starting midfield and it's just a couple other gemmy type guys, I don't know. You know, they'll probably, I think they'll probably take a step back next year, would be my like early prediction about Brighton. Yeah. Yeah, they should, but they we'll should. See. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Um. All right. So what, that that's it for defense. Um, yeah. Well, Trent. Aaron, we didn't talk about Trent. Oh yeah. Go I don't for know it. There, I is there anything to say? I mean, I just. I mean, it. There's there's two like main things. I think three main things. There's one which is the new position, which is great for him. It's just great for him in FPL. Great for him IRL. More passes, more opportunities, more shots, etc. That looks good. The other thing is the if you include the entire second half of the season, not just when he switched positions, two hundred point pace back to normal. Great, love to see it. And then the third thing is what we talked about already, which is like how much do you believe that this was the anomaly? Because again, five out of the five last seasons. We're talking about a top two or three defense with 17 to 21 cleans every year. And then this year, they're just bad and like 10th, 10th defense and 14 cleans. So if you think that that may come back and this was the blip, I mean, we're talking about like he's just back to being by far the best defender in the game. So where that's you, where do you land on it? Yeah, I feel? think I think it's a big enough sample size to take the post-World Cup, which I think is, what, 18, their last 18 matches. 
I think that's a big enough sample to be like looking good on 200 point pace in that slice, revamping the midfield, hopefully in the transfer market. Like, yeah, I think you should just be auto, yeah. auto game week one for me. Yeah. Seven, five, just he's going to be the put him in. He's going to just go back to normal. Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's hard with Trent because it's like, I, I, he's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. I love owning him. I love watching him. I, I just, I love him. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's such a huge amount of investment. It is. And he um, burned the fuck out of everyone for the yeah. first half of the season. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, he had two returns in the first half of the season. Yeah. The Bournemouth game, and that was it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Two returns and what? Two cleans. Yeah. And one of them, was, again, was that same Bournemouth game. Yeah. It was a horror show. That's fucking insane for 16 game weeks. But then, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of back to normal and just scoring tons of points and great picks. So I lean more on that. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Brentham, Tony's banned. So, I mean, Wissa is come with the man, come with the hour, it seems like. Yeah. He's got to be reclassed at forward, though, doesn't he? That's what I mean. That's that's sus for me then. He and Bumo will be forwards. Yeah. And he and Bumo are both picks, I think. I mean, every game that Tony didn't start, Bumo scored in. And Wissa, in his occasional starts, when he played in the middle, because sometimes he was like left wing, he usually scored. Yeah, and Bumo's gonna be on pens. Yeah, so great picks. My only my only fear really is that like actually losing their best player just makes them a lot worse. And like the occasional yeah. game where Tony didn't play, they happened to play really well, but in a longer sort of sample, yeah. it's like, well, Brentford are actually bad. just significantly worse this yeah. year. That's very possible. That's very possible. Tony's very, possible. very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm gonna be fading them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. Chelsea and Spuds out of Europe. Chelsea, as usual, has me extremely interested just because, you know, they, they've been kind of a mess for a while in FPL and, and fan and, and IRL, but, you know, bringing po- Pochettino in. Yeah. Looking at their squad, granted that it will look very different in two months' time. They're going to be fucking cheap as shit. Like these, these players will be cheap as everyone's shit. going to be cheap as hell. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. He's going to let them into shape. They play one yep. game a week. Yep. I mean, I would bet that they make the top, that they finish top four next year. And they're going to be pretty, pretty good pretty odds for that, close. I'm sure. You know, if I think fourth, they're like, fifth, whatever. They're going to yeah, be I think back, they're like sixth in the, title odds to just just mm-hmm. to like put a number on it which means that they're you know just outside the top four yeah and i think um, it wouldn't it's not going to be wise. 15 points like it should be close in my opinion yeah looking at this i mean and- the top four odds are and city are minus 2000 so whatever but then it's arsenal liverpool both minus 150 man united minus 125 newcastle plus 125 chelsea plus 150 yeah. that's the top six like odds for finishing yeah. top four yeah, that seems about right. 
Yeah. So yeah, they're going to bounce back and be good. That's what everyone thinks and is feeling pretty confident about. So what do we do with that? Yeah. I mean, that's the question is what do we do with that? I mean, I know. What do we do with that? Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just, that's all we do with it now. And we, we just keep a really close because without preseason, without the summer, without knowing what the squad's going to actually look like as game week one approaches, it's maybe just, it's a, it's a waste of time to speculate so extremely. Right. Right. But, you know, I think it's just, it's something that maybe falls by the wayside and just looking at the FPL landscape of like, you know, taking them for granted, like, oh, they suck. Like we don't have to think about them or consider them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could very easily see myself entering game week one next season with three Chelsea players, like very easily. Absolutely. I I mean, we just need to. Yeah, the thing I I totally agree with everything you're saying. I think the thing that we need for now to remember is just like forget the season ever happened. Like truly, just pretend it didn't happen because it was a weird anomaly. I mean, literally, the last time they were this bad, they won the league the next year with Conte. Yeah, and Hazard scored like four goals that year, and then he was completely back to normal. Like for those who don't remember, so. Just forget oh. it happened. We'll see what their team looks like. We'll see who plays in preseason. We'll see who Poch likes. Take it from there. Yeah. I mean, they have world class players up and down the team. So, yeah. They just spent yeah, we'll 600 see. million pounds this year. Yeah. Mitro. I mean, I, a, I put for a forgotten man, but I mean, what a fucking year from this guy to somehow finish on 107 points. Like it felt like that's how few he finished on. How many pens did he miss? Thirty. He missed four pens, which is a record. He missed four pens and got seven yellow yellow cards. So he's just accumulating the negative. But there was a a period where he was in every single, literally every team. Yeah, I definitely, I a hundred percent. Yeah, you you had. I mean, you reaped the rewards. But I mean, what are we looking at him? looking at with him next year. The Milv is still there. You know, they're presumably going to get a couple of better players than they have this year. I mean, is is he a pick or is he just like a bad, more expensive Solanke kind of thing? I think he is a pick, but you just need to, you just want him for like a run of good fixtures or something. But he I mean, is the opposite of Solanke with that because he scores against anyone. You never know what he's that's doing. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's like, do you do you believe in first half Fulham or second half Fulham? I second believe Fulham. in second half Fulham. Yeah, I mean their underlines were, but this worst this reminds the me of the Kane. This reminds me of the Kane argument. Like, is that even a problem for Mitrovic? Right. Like, right. okay, they're bad, but they're not going to score zero goals for ten games in a row. Right. But they're also so, probably not going to get eight pens. They had eight pens. Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's going to get his goals. He shoots so much. Yeah. And he's just the guy. But when, yeah, it's just, he's an impossible I like, figure. I like him a lot. He's an impossible FPL yeah. problem because... You don't know, like you said, when the good periods yeah. come in or the bad periods come. But now, when now that I, I have like the FPL page open, I'm, he didn't know, really man. have a bad period, right? No, he just fucking gets banned and shit. Anytime like, he's a he savage started, and he's all the time. He yeah, like good. anytime he started, he was good. His 
his longest run of starts. He scores and every game basically. Was twenty like twenty through game of twenty through twenty three. He started four games in a row and blanked all of them. But like other than that, he never really had a round of blanks. Other than, you know, injured in suspension. I mean, he's to me like a 20 goal player. He could be. And I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. I think you you talked me into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that he actually just never really got worse when the team got worse. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is. He still just did his thing, right? Yeah. Like, I'm looking and thinking of like Holland. Eight five, Watkins six five. Mitro is like a good front yeah. line for game yeah. one. He got so Mitro finished the season on four point four points per start, which is a hundred sixty seven point season. It's great. Yeah, like that. I did kill for and if a, he six, my take six pens, five forward. If he oh, doesn't if he make doesn't pens, pens, it's one eighty or something plus twenty. Yeah, yeah. How can interesting? Like, oh my! How can you be this bad at pens? He's a fucking joke. <laughs> He's an actual He's joke, joke at pens. Um, Taiwo with the late, the late feasting from the Taiwo. Yeah, Hamdog asked about him too. What What do you think about him? Is Is this real? Is he really this fucking good? It's really difficult, I think, with him because you know we didn't see a ton of minutes from him. But yeah. at the end of the season, they were really just, you know, funneling to him. Yeah. And he's, I don't know, I mean, what to make of him as a player. Like, I, I don't believe he's, like, very good at, in his movement, but he's a fucking monster. And when they pass the ball to him, it just, like, sticks to him like glue. No, and he, no one bullied Liverpool more than him. Yeah, like, he like gets in front game, of the defender, and they don't move him. Like, it was he insane. has the position. So he's just... He has some, you know, it feels like they just started to learn how they were supposed to be feeding him and he was eating. I I, I mean, yeah. he's going to be like a six million, you know, I mean, yeah. is he going to kick on from here? And, you know, he had 10 goals this year. Like, is he, could he do like 15? I mean, I don't he know. was legit really good for Union, Union the yeah. season before. Yeah, you know, when farm, they, that's I mean, he was that's farming. who they were. Yeah, and it was Farmers League and etc. But like Union also like finished fifth, but actually they yeah. were bad. You know, they're not like a good team. They long ball sort of play similarly. Um, yeah, I mean, he looks more like wow, he's gonna be way underpriced to me almost than Mitro. I mean, because like he just is un immovable object who's just gonna get his shots whether you want him to or not. Yeah. And like... So like, I think he's like just like a better like Solanke but I still feel like Mitro just has more proven Mitro definitely has the higher ceiling, right? He shoots I mean, one and a half more times per game than Taiwo. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, and he's been doing it for a while. Like he knows yeah. where the goal is. Like Taiwo still, I watch him and I'm just like, you're raw and somewhat of a donkey. Yeah. Like how are you doing this? I mean, yeah. he had a couple of bangers, but I just still watch him. I'm just like, are you good like I, I don't know i think he's I, I don't know. on yeah, the tough, list tough. of like very solid won't make that much of a difference between yeah. if you pick like 
him or Dom or a promoted yeah. good striker or whatever, and they're yeah, this your is like 11th the or 12th attacker. Conversation. Yeah, like I think it yeah. actually just won't make that much of a difference yeah. on, in these guys. I wish he was on pens. That would be nice. Well, yeah, that would be fun. But then it would make Gibbs White less of a pick, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, last one for me is is the Deckers. Deckers at Ars cast. He'll probably be 5-5, five, five, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. did he get any returns this year? He had some, right? He had a couple. But, I mean, look, he, he's, he it looks like this is written on the wall that, you know, he's going to be an Arsenal yeah, product. Yeah, they, they bid product. like 90 mil for yeah, him some already or something. million mil or whatever. Shaka had 153 points this year. Insane. And he can't even run. I mean, he is a fucking geriatric. Put him in a wheelchair. <laughs> I think Declan Rice is going to be an unreal FPL pick next year. Honestly, I do. Because he's going to be playing the same role and he's actually good and he can actually run. I mean, we, people were bringing shock in at the beginning of the season before he died and, you know, it was dead and buried and because he played, you know, 10 games and that was all he had in his legs. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's, De- Decker's, dude, he's a fucking, he's good. He's fucking, a, he's a beast. He's a fitness monster. I feel like he's going to just be like, come straight in and just be great. And at 5'5", five, five, I feel like he's going to be in no teams and just that pick that's like, oh, he's like, oh, yeah, DM from West Ham, like, whatever. He's just at Arsenal now. But, like, he's just going to be sick, I feel like. Like, he could do, like, 9-9, nine and nine, I think, easily this year. I love Deckers. And I think whoever gets him is getting an incredible player. And, like, the, yeah, if he goes to Arsenal, incredible. They're going to be better next year because of him. But I don't really think he's going to be an FPL pick. I just think he's... Gonna be a little more double pivoty than Shaka is. I mean, Shaka, like playing DM those years when Arsenal were genuinely bad and he was getting booed off the pitch was an anomaly. Like, he was never really a DM. He was like, I have a fucking rocket launcher left foot, incredible passer you know, do more attacking ye any stuff. And then like this year he was just unleashed. I just like He just had no legs. I mean they should have just done this five years ago, six years yeah, ago. Yeah, right. And he yeah. could have been like incredible. And he actually yeah, he had some good legend. attacking seasons. Yeah. Well but yeah, like okay. I just don't know if De- like Declan sometimes scores worldies and like he's good at header and like he's so good at a lot of things. But I don't know if he actually is a good attacker in the way that Chaka is. And yeah, I think so, that, like, yeah. I don't, in my head, it would be a stretch to be like, yeah, Declan's going to, like, make a run to the byline and cut back to Jesus. Like, I, I don't think so. Yeah, see, like, I'm, I, yeah, I'm completely on the other side. Yeah, I think, yeah. like, I'm so confident and comfortable that he will do all of the things and more. Like, I think yeah. he's just world class. And, you know, to me, watching him with Western is, like, he is genuinely in prison for 86 minutes of every game. (laughs) But we've seen him do extravagant things like that for two minutes a game under Moyes. Yeah. Yeah. Where he like was like, okay, fuck you, grandpa. I'm I'm gonna do what I want. Like take yeah, me and out. Yeah, he's such a good dribbler. Yeah, I mean he because he has all of those skills. We've seen those skills. We've seen him go to the byline. We've seen him, seen him score bangers from the outside the box. We've seen him score as a late runner. And you know, give him a, a, 
Yeah, it's possible. I just feel I can I just can mind palace that out that I could I, see I, that. I happening. definitely agree. It's possible. I just think that the best value you get out of him is if he does a little more DM stuff, which he's already world class at. And like risking making him more free 80 is like, I don't want to spend 90 million on a, on a thing I'm not sure he can do. I want him to just but, yeah, but make I don't, us I don't... like even more defensively dominant and like yeah. let Zinchenko go forward, you know, like just let well, someone he, else yeah, do He's it. just not as good. I, I think that that's the difference though, is that it's not, ne- it's not going to be, you know, this is the thing every game. I think that based on enemy, based on game state, based on where the ball is, that he has the legs to do all the sixing that you need and all the aiding that you need. Like You're not compromising one for the other. It's a big ask for like 50 games. If that, well, you know, if you he know, starts every prime and champions league game. Well, that's, you know, that's up to Arteta to, to manage it. I mean, maybe yeah. it's, you know, for 40 games, but he's 23 or whatever. Like, yeah, no, it's a I big know. ask, but he's been playing 3K plus minutes for years and he's ne- he, he's always sprinting on in stoppage time. For sure. So, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, so he, it's, I think it's just exciting. I don't know. It's I, exciting I think it's for sure. I just, and yeah, yeah we'll I see, can, we'll see My imagination happens. with him, I, I like, yeah. he reminds me of like a little like Gallagher kind of a player where it's like... He was doing the six shit with West Brom when he came to Palace. And I'm like, he can do the shit. And then he does all the shit. You know, but like, I think, this is a I similar think thing. It's more like where did Arsenal where did Arsenal's cliff come? Right. And I think it just came when they just couldn't stop anyone countering. Yeah. And, in the second half of the season. And yeah. they just got destroyed. And like yeah. that was while Saliba was still fit. You know, and then they just got even worse after Saliba got injured, yeah. but they were already bad. And I just yeah, think yeah. that, like, it turns a little bit more into double pivoty territory with them, too. And I think that's right, the right thing to do. And I think they'll still get enough attacking from the four and a half or five ish attackers yeah. that they, they yeah, let that's attack. Possible, so, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, for that, sure possible. Yeah, we'll Arsenal see. are going to we'll be see. super, super fucking interesting yeah. well, in the we, game next season. I mean, we, we're also, I mean, just shoehorning him into the team like this is a done deal. It's not. We also don't it's know what else done. they do. So, yeah, yeah. All right. That's it for um, me. Yeah, there are some other topics that I had, but, you know, we're also at two hours already. Should we just maybe bang out these lifestyle questions and then anything else that's left over, I'll just push to the Patreon episode? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. There's four lifestyle questions here. All right. We could do that. All right, this one's we'll straight for it. you. Noka said, Walsh, what's a TV <laughs> show that you watch with your kid that you actually enjoy and one that you hate? Coco Melon. <laughs> yes, I've been up and since 5.30 a.m. with my little terrorist. Oh, my God. No, no, we don't, we don't do that. I, I've never watched an episode of that and neither has okay. my son. Okay. Um, we have a very limited TV game here in the Walsh household. We have uh, Sesame Street's on the cards. Great. Um, we have Daniel Tiger. Oh, well, I, I actually, I love Daniel Tiger. <laughs> okay. Love it. I what love is it? that show. It's a. Uh, it's ba- It's like the Mister Rogers like. Oh, okay. Conglomerate of whoever he left behind. I don't know who that is, but okay. it's like his company. But it's basically just a animal plus like cartoon version of the show where it's like hello neighbor, like a lot of that action going on. 
love, love that show. Love Mr. It's, Rogers. Yeah. It is phenomenal. Okay. Um, is there one another, that you hate? I mean, I, I don't like Sesame Street. Um, <laughs> I don't enjoy it. We also have Sid the Science Kid, which is a, a really bad... It, it's like a really badly animated show, but it's like oh. these like little science lessons, and there are these songs in that I, I honestly like. I they play on repeat on loop in my head when I close my eyes when I hit the pillow. Oh, no. Like they're just in <laughs> deep ingrained in, in my in my, yeah in my in my soul. Is it like? But it's actually Bill, a, it's a Bill reasonable Nye show. Level? No, it's like Bill it's Nye a reasonable show. Good. Yeah, Bill Nye was incredible. But uh, yeah, it's a reasonable show. But whatever. Okay. Oh no, my my earbuds just died. Oh, you're fine. It's gonna be. It's it's not fine. <laughs> okay, should we end the pod? I think we have to end it. Maybe we have to like <laughs> push lifestyle to the look at this. Oh, right, we're pushing everything else till after. Orange, um, orange. Oh fuck! Let me slap yeah, an no, ass. We did get a new sign up, postseason sign up from Anders Hertzvik. Let's get in there, baby. Thank you, Anders, and then. Uh, yeah, great season. See you guys next season. See Patreon yeah. subscribers on Monday. Any last words, Walsh? Yeah, we'll do the rest of the lifestyle on Monday and do the other questions, and I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, brother. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfield. Sportsbeatengine.com slash fmlfield. Subscribe, rate, review, do Podcast Network.